Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99 at participating U.S. restaurants. Price may vary. The call on Terry. Terry seemed pretty adamant he had pointed his hand out to the ref. What, what was the explanation? What did you guys see on the, on the film? Looked like Terry pointed That's his hand. That's exactly what I thought, too. Thank you. And I got to ask about the Curtis one as well. Um, fourth it, it, the fourth down. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, again, yeah. in fact, don't ask me about the refereeing because I can't answer the question. Yeah, maybe mm. we should start there. Like, maybe, like, yeah, we got to yeah, figure man. out a way to alleviate or remove this rule where you can't criticize obvious incompetence without having to write a <laughs> right, check. Right, <laughs> so, yeah, like, right. So on right. top of the fact that you screw oh, me, I can't, I I can't, can't complain about, about it. it. <laughs> yeah, come on. Now, now, you, now you silent. You silencing me now? I'm silenced for, for 90 days? I mean, like, what, what's up? Like, I can't say nothing. <laughs> Elijah Muhammad? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, no. I'm, Mal- I'm like, Malcolm up in here. I can't say nothing. <laughs> like, come no, on. No, it's like, it's like, man, because, and I've, I, I've been beating this drum, I'm sure. You have, many others have been beating the drum about NFL officiating for years, if not decades. Yeah. And I, I, I don't think you can overstate the importance um, of, of their role and how they affect not just a Sunday night football game in December 2022. They affect records. They affect who makes the playoffs, who misses the playoffs. They affect employment. The irony of it all is that part-time employees affect full-time employment in the end. Don't get me started. Because Don't get yeah, me I mean, started people, on these part-timers. People lose jobs. No, I want to get you started. People lose jobs behind losing oh. games. And the, the, the players and coaches are all trained to say, well, you never let it, want to put it in the hands of the officials. There were a lot more things that factored into it. I'm sorry. Everybody else works way too hard at their jobs to lose their jobs because they didn't win enough games in part, not in large part, but in part because officials didn't do their jobs properly. On that last sequence, every receiver, every receiver checks with the official to see if they're on the line. And we all saw Terry McLaurin do that. Everybody saw Terry McLaurin do that, okay? Not a rookie receiver. This ain't his first rodeo. He checked with the official. I believe it was Carl Johnson. Don't, don't quote me on that. I believe that's what it was. He checked with the official to make sure he was all set. But what bothers me most about that situation, I'll give it to you, Michael, it's not that they were called for illegal formation, which, okay, maybe it's not his obligation. Even though he said he was good, maybe it's not his obligation to make sure he's on the line. So, okay, he did his job. It doesn't bother me as much that they were called for illegal formation. It's that they then decided to swallow their whistle on obvious pass interference. So if you're right, determined right, right, right. to let them play at right. the end of a game and say, hey, you know what, man, I, I ain't see nothing. You know what? They, they just, they both going for the ball. It's like the time or the place to call obvious pass interference, Here it even is. though the only thing Here that gets is. called more frequently yeah, it, and for oh, yeah. nothing you go, you go twice confirmed it twice. The only thing that he gets that gets called frequently for nothing more than roughing the passer is illegal contact defensive holding or pass interference. So if you're not going to call this as pass interference, then you for damn sure shouldn't be ticky on illegal formations. Like what, what's it going to oh. be? Either we're going to swallow our whistles or we're not. Just be consistent. Even if you're not consistent yeah. on what's passing interference, be consistent on whether or not you're going to blow the whistle for ticky tack stuff. I mean, look at that. Look at this. That's man. Look at that. I ain't the commander's fan. I ain't the commander's fan. I ain't got skin in this game. I ain't got a dog in this fight. I do, that was That was I do. whack. That was what? Oh, you bet your I, money? I just wanna, I, let, 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 me, let me just put that out there, okay? Let me put that out you're, there. You bet your money? Me, was that, was that, that kept me from a winning week, okay? That, they took money out of my pocket. That's Okay, just full disclosure, since it's family, money. we're all talking. But that's not that's right. not the reason I'm upset. No, this time, but it wasn't their money this time. It was my money because while I was in Connecticut at the NBC Sports Holiday Party, um, I, I went over, you know, sports betting is legal. So I, I said, hey, why not? Put my my bets, your money into action, and I'll do 
My bets. I put money on it. So, bro, and they took money out of my we pocket. Gotta, we got to, we got to, we got to talk, man. You, you, you go, you go venturing into degenerate, degenerate status. <laughs> going into the, going into the holidays. This went from a gimmick we to all life, can, you know. Hey, it's real. This is real. We, hey, hey I can, I can use the extra money a, going got, into the holidays. Bro, don't don't be like don't be like shorty walking down the street with your hand like this <laughs> talking about, talking about you know what I'm saying? Blink. Oh, man, go ahead. Blink. <laughs> Asking blink for money. Blink. <laughs> no. Come on. No. Don't no, listen man. Your money. You know, you know, sometimes uh, and and every now and then, Mike, every now and then I'd say maybe once a month or maybe once every giant. couple months. My bad. It, it was uh, giant. My bad. I, I called him Shorty. Shorty was his character. Yeah, yeah. Shorty, in Shorty's the Malcolm X. Giant was yeah, yeah giant, giant was his character is, in More Better Blues. It's a little yeah, guy. Yeah. It's a little yeah, guy right. in, in More Better Blues. <laughs> giant. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh you know, every every once in a while, every couple of months, I'll take a jog uh around a local pond. And it's only like a mile and a half to, to go around there, but it's a struggle for a brother. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like a mile and a half. I'm like, oh, but when I'm when I'm jogging, I always say, okay, now right now, here I am, especially when it's summertime. Okay, well, here I am jogging. Uh it is difficult for me, and, and this is not even my job. But I'm talking about people who exercise for a living, who work out for a living, who are studying for a living. So am I bringing just think about what they do to get ready for their job? Am I preparing for my job as well as they are? And if the answer is no, well, I got to up my game because think about all the stuff, all the physical and mental things that they bring to the job just to be ready to play on Sunday or Monday or Thursday or coming up this week on Saturday. And if I'm not if I'm not doing my job, then 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 that's a disservice. And so I, I feel like the same way with the league and the officials. I'm not going to stay stop with the officials. I think the league needs to be called out too, because the league is cheap. The league is cheap. They're cheap with their with their two bit cameras. They don't have cameras at every game to get every angle. They're cheap because they have part time employees, as you said, doing full time jobs. And I'm sorry, you're not bringing as much as you can to it. If you're not devoted to the craft all the time, some billion dollar industry with a B billion dollar industry and you're yeah. making these moves that aren't even consistent. So it's like you said, if you're going to screw it up and hey, it's just an obvious mistake. It's a mistake. Hey, we all make mistakes. Fine, but don't sit there very confident in your incompetence and then and then after the game, Give some BS pool report justifying yeah. all the things yeah. you did wrong in yeah. front of a national TV audience. Like I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm offended by it. I'm offended. Take the my bets out of it because you know, truth be told, only put ten dollars on it. Okay, so fine, ten dollars. I'll sacrifice the ten dollars. Uh, but to get to the bigger point, the bigger point is there are people out there, whether they're fans of the team who are going and just want to see an honest product. Whether your team wins or loses, you want to see. You want to know that everything has been handled correctly or handled to the best of your ability. And see, that's the other problem. The NFL, Mike, has the ability to make it right. better, but won't. Well, and that's well, disappointing. It, 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 it's, it's the credibility here with somebody that's, that's, that's so awash with cash. Listen, there's a lot on the line, literally and figuratively here. And so if you... I think the, I think the point you're making, I, I know the point you're making, and I agree with wholeheartedly because I don't think full-time officials is the is the answer. As in, like that's they're still going to screw up. They're still going to, and this, yeah, this right. problem is not exclusive to the NFL. It's the same in the NBA, the same with Major League Baseball, global soccer. I mean, like it doesn't matter what sport it is, as long as humans are involved, error is going to be part of it. Okay. Having said that, though. I think it's the it's the lack of credibility that comes with not with sparing an expense with not putting every effort to make sure it's as good as humanly possible because I don't think right. that as humanly those as, two, right. as humanly possible right. those two gaffes weren't a result of somebody not being prepared or not knowing the rules or not being experienced. I don't think I don't think they they they, they messed up because you know what had he been part had he been full time 
he actually would, would have made sure Terry McLaurin was on the line. Or had he been full-time, maybe that's pass interference. I don't think it's that simple. I don't think it's that black and white, but it's a bad look for a league that makes so much money and now generates so much money through gambling and, and, and other means to and other, to spare and other an revenue expense. streams. Definitely. Right, and other revenue streams to spare an expense when it comes to something so integral to the integrity of the game. But let somebody get out of pocket and talk about the officials. They ain't sparing that expense. They coming for your money. Or or Calvin Ridley. Let Calvin Ridley gamble. And suddenly so now we start talking about the integrity of the sport. I mean, okay, that's an extreme example. But let's just, there are examples every week where you do you question the integrity. Sorry, you know, in question you question the integrity of the product, whether that's due to poor officiating, like actual officiating, seeing what's in front of them, or poor communication, or arrogance, whatever it is. Like that, that's that's poor communication. If, if my man says, "Hey, am I good?" We all know like like the look, mm-hmm. the nod, the point. Right. If I point at you, if I give you one of those, okay, we're on the same right. page. We saw it happen. And so if somebody does that, if a receiver does that, and you're right there, you're like, yeah, you're good. And then you throw a flag. So what happened? Yeah. And, right. and, we'll and if, you misun- <laughs> if you misunderstood that, then have, have the decency to admit it. I can't stand it when people don't admit their mistakes. I'm wrong a lot. I'll tell you about it. I will go back. You want to go back five years, 10 years, 15 years, stuff I got wrong. I will proudly tell you about it because I'll try not to make the same mistakes over and over. But these folks will screw it up for you and then try to gaslight you and be like, oh yeah, we got it right the entire time. Either, either they will admit it. Somebody else will admit it on their behalf. On their behalf. They'll admit it after the fact two or three days, two or three days later. When they're really wrong, they ignore it. They just ignore it. We ain't gonna talk about it anymore because we're gonna move on to Monday night. We're gonna move on to Thursday night. You're not thinking about this anymore, so we just want to move on. I, I just, right. I'm just really disappointed by not only this game, Mike, and I know we got other stuff to talk about. I, I'm disappointed by the officiating and the decision making and the communication uh, right. in, in several instances. It's not, it's uh, not uh, uh, the, the whole slate of games. It's not befitting of, of the country's most popular sport. Yeah, yeah let's pivot. A couple of things. To, the team that actually won the game, all right? Um, what I love about Brian Dayball, who's got as good a case as anybody for coach of the year, is finally, for the first time ever, if, if not in a long time, correct me if I'm wrong, if there's somebody I'm missing, we finally have somebody from the Bill Belichick tree, and only one year in, but that seems to be the real deal. Um, the, the, the knock on Belichick and his, and his disciples, his former coaches, has always been, you know, you don't want a Belichick guy. You try to, you're trying to get that Belichick Patriot way. Be careful what you ask for because look at the record. Look at, look at his former assistant's record across the Bill board. O'Brien. Been good. Billy O'Brien's hasn't your been guy. Good. That, that, Bill O'Brien's a good one. He's, he's the, he's the that, exception, okay. yeah. Okay. And, and is he considered a like, Belichick guy? Yeah. Oh, Bill okay. O'Brien? All right. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Is he can, okay. All right. So, um... Having said that, Dayball seems, and, and Dayball, you can say the Belichick guy, you can say the Saban guy, I mean, whatever. Bella, McDermott, for crying out loud. Dayball seems like he's got some serious staying power in New York. Hats off to the job he's done. And just real quick, we won't get too, too far down this rabbit hole. Uh, shout out to the official, uh, we, have the, we have the official quarterback of Brother from Another. Um, we, have the, we, have, we, have, we have the coach of Brother from Another. Uh, I don't know if we have a, the pass rusher or brother from another, but that would be one uh, Kayvon oh, Thibodeau, who we both yeah, fell in love with at the guy. Super Bowl. <laughs> Shout out to Kayvon Thibodeau uh, yeah. doing his thing last He's night. Great. But yeah, you got anything else on this game before we before we pivot? Uh, on on the game itself? Yeah, or on the Giants for that N- matter. Um, I I I'll take I I take a little issue with the coach of the year. Talk about with Dayball. I said as good a case a as anyone. There are others that I'm sure there are others, but as good a case yeah. as anyone. Nick but Sirianni I'll say this, got I'll one say this loss for crying out loud. I mean, his own division. Right. 
I'll, I know you probably give it to Mike. You probably give it to Mike McCarthy. I'm sure if you could. No, just based on no, the scrutiny well, that know, Mike McCarthy faces. Well, <laughs> after the last last couple of weeks, Mike, no sir. But I'm going to give it to you. Surprise. You know who I made a case for last week? It's going to shock you. Who, who that? Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan. Oh, that's not a that's not a, that's not bad. That does shock me because but you me. thought Kyle Shanahan was the poster child right. for nepotism. You wanted to fire him two years yeah, ago, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Right. But no, right, but, this, right. but this year, yeah, I think that's a that's a strong argument to be made for third third quarterback and the whole thing. But I would say with Dayball, yeah. Dayball's been doing this for a long time. Been around him, uh, seeing him at the beginning of, of his coaching journey. You know, he yeah. was the the first, the very first coaching assistant that Bill Belichick ever had. When, when Belichick got to Cleve, uh, excuse me, to, to New England, he hires Dayball, and then Dayball recommended yeah. Josh McDaniels. So that's how. Hey, I know a guy, yeah. and he brought in Josh. Yeah. So Dayball McDaniels back to back and Dayball whatever responsibility he was given those guys got better. I mean I remember him coaching the wide receivers with the Patriots. Yep. I think that's and what he I had a young coach. Yeah, he had a young he had a young Deion branch branch, yeah. you know, got uh, got on board really quickly. He had Troy Brown. He had David Patton. So he had those guys rest of power David Patton. So he had some of those guys and they respected him. He was a young coach, but he really knew what he was talking about. And I think the separation, and this is why I think one of the reasons he is a rare, uh, he is rare fruit from the Belichick a rare tree. rare success story. That, yeah. yeah, that he left. He left. He went to, he went a couple of places. You know, he wound up in yeah. Cleveland with Mangini. Uh, he yeah. wound up in Alabama. Uh, Alabama he wound yes. up in my, he was in, he was in Miami. Uh, then, you know, right. you just mentioned Buffalo and Sean Buffalo, McDermott. Yeah. So he's been around. Yeah. He's been around a yeah. little bit in Kansas yeah. City. He was in Kansas City. So he, he didn't just go from the Foxborough lab to the outside right. world because those those boys, those boys in the bubble ain't ready for the rest of the world. If you just go Foxborough <laughs> to, the, to the real world, no, 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 no. You haven't experienced yeah. enough. So I think it's, it, I yeah. think it's to his advantage that he got tough. around. I agree. Yeah. Agree. All right. So perfect segue to Belichick and mm. McDaniel. Mm. Uh, that reunion did not play out. Definitely didn't mm. end like we thought it would. Uh, you all saw the play, but first, uh, here is Bill Belichick. We made a mistake. You know, played in worthy. Talk about situational football. We talk about it every week, but we obviously we've got to do a better job playing situational football. I saw. Uh, I thought I saw Mac open. I didn't see Chandler Jones at the time. I just thought he was open. Try to get to him and let him try to make a play with it. But the score was tied, so like I said, I should have just went down for it. It ain't even about the money. You know what I'm saying? Once you give it to me, I'm smart enough to know the score was tied and to go down with it. You know what I'm saying? So. couple of things. A phrase that always bothers me is right. situational football. Situational football bothers me. All football is is a series of situations. Football is nothing yeah, yeah. but a sequence of situations. All football is situational football. It's redundant. Okay? That's number one. Number two. Um, oh. there, have not been, there have not been many lows, as you all know, in the last two decades when it comes to the New England Patriots. Is that the lowest moment Lowest on field, lowest on field moment. Yeah. In the last, in in the Bill Belichick era, because that looked like a group of players that went rogue. Not only did it look like a, a group of players <laughs> yeah, that had not been coached what in that situation, doing, it looked what like a group doing? of players that was just like, you know, what we gonna do, we gonna run an oop to you, and we just go, we we just gonna do well. We, it's like it's like your children, like. I just finished yelling at Savannah. Like, no, you want it one way, but it's the other way. You want to do what you want to do. This is where it's going to be. It's what we do. You want to do what you want to do. I'm telling you that this is how it's going to go, but you just want to do it your way. You want to do it the hard way. And so, in a tie game, throwing the ball around as though you're losing, like, (laughs) I'm like, but the play, it was, but I'm trying to, but it wasn't just Jacoby Myers. It wasn't just Jacoby Myers. Hey, start, Ramondre. Hey, why, Ramondre. Was, why did you Ramondre Stevenson What you do doing? That? Like, it what was a doing? handoff okay. to allow you just to pad your stats, bro. Just pad your stats right yeah. fast. We're getting up out of it. We're going to overtime. It, what was he doing? 
what was Jacoby doing? Mac Jones was like, you're going this way, you're going this way. I'm like, what do you want from me? And poor Mac Jones is now on this amazing photo that Chandler Jones probably already has framed and on a t-shirt right now. NFT. That is every defender's dream. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, it sure you know is. I'll sure buy, is. I'll buy that one. I'll buy that one. <laughs> I'm okay. telling you. I'm because telling you, know what? you sure That's, that you know is what a that dream is? come true That's, for a defensive player. You know what that is? That's a new one. You That's can run the one right there. without a flag. Because <laughs> what I have, what I have, uh, everybody has this photo. I have it, and it's it's uh, it's it's an illustration that helps me on tough writing days. It's the this is the new Ali list. Okay, this is the Ali list. Get, get, yeah, get yeah, up your bum. Everybody, everybody got get that t-shirt. Yeah, yeah everybody right. get up your t-shirt. ugly bear. Get up. And, and I always say in writing, some days you're Ali and some days you're listing. Yeah. Okay, Chandler, Ali, Mac Jones, unsuspecting listing because he wasn't even trying to be a part of it. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, when you watch this, Mike, when you watch it from the other angle, it is fascinating. So it, you watch it as if Ramondre, it's like 3D, as if Ramondre is running at you from that angle. So Ramondre yeah. coming your way. And so you can see the whole field and you can watch and I, I, I've watched it so many times watch right. guys in the background what their what their reactions are. So a, a lot of people are just standing around like, oh, what's this? There ain't no play. <laughs> they say that, that, we, we ain't doing this. And then and then when it goes the other way, you watch David Andrews. Once it winds up, David Andrews does like this. Like right. what? 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 what what was we doing? <laughs> okay, what happened? Now, this is when you know you really messed up. And there are two things, two phrases I've heard. Yes, the lowest point. This is the lowest. And the second lowest I'm about to uh, describe to you. So the second lowest point of the entire dynasty plays, like singular plays. Miami? Patriots were in Miami. Miami. Yeah, 20, 2018. I think it was yeah, 2000. When they put, put Gronk back there. Yeah, when they put Gronk okay, back there. Okay, so, 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 okay, yeah. here we go. He said they put Gronk back there. They put Gronk back. Yeah, Gronk. When a hail mary was, was never going to be a hail mary. <laughs> right. So Gronk yeah. says, Gronk says, post, Gronk, a tight end. Post game mm-hmm. says, I got to make that tackle. Anytime your tight end is saying, <laughs> I got to make that tackle, you screwed up. Okay, this just really screwed up. Yeah. Hey, I got to take a better angle. You're a tight end. I got to take a better yeah. angle and make that tackle. So when a wide receiver says. I thought I saw Mac open. Think about how screwed up that statement is. You're a wide receiver, used to be a quarterback. The reason they moved you from quarterback to wide receiver is because right. you probably weren't a very good quarterback. Right. So and they like I to run a lot I of saw, trick plays with him, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. 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 I, I yeah. thought I saw Mac, a quarterback, open. Yeah. If Mac right. is open, let's say he catches quarterback, it. What the hell? You What's think he gonna, he gonna do, do with it? it? What do so you want him to do with it? So when we used to play touch football I mean, in the yard, there was, so a, there, was a, there was a limit on the number of forward play. passes that even we could throw playing touch football. Like we could only throw it forward, but so many times we were trying to get creative with the rules. Like exactly what was he supposed to do in that situation when it, it was so okay. And as everybody's pointed out since last night, it was the antithesis of everything we've been conditioned to believe that the Patriots right. are and are about which is doing your job, which is being prepared, which is being the smartest team, which is being the team that doesn't do that kind of thing. And for them to do that, I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. Is it fair? Is it fair to make this into a microcosm of a larger issue? Or was just this was this just a brain cramp and nothing else? Well, or is this well, representative have- of something that that like a, a decline? In the, in the culture around this organization. I, I, I think that's a step too far. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a step too far. But it certainly feeds into I, the I, narrative I, this year when you're talking about what's going on on offense yeah. in particular, right? Yeah, I think they have not they've not been a buttoned up smart team all year. Look at that picture. Oh, <laughs> look at that picture. It's so bad. It's so bad. Uh, helpless. Um, they have not been well coached all year. Their offense, they're, they're the worst team in the red zone. Uh, they have a very simplistic, uh, like 1950s, 60s type offensive approach. 
Um, they're heavily penalized. They turn the ball over. They are, you know what they are, though? You know what they are? They are, uh, that's why I said they went from straight A's to average. They're very, very average. Everything about them is average, including their record. They're seven and seven. Yeah. So are there, yeah. are there worse organizations in, in the NFL? Absolutely. Are there better organizations? Yes, there are better organizations, better teams right now than the New England Patriots. And I, I, I was uh, thinking about this uh, yesterday. You know, Bill Belichick always uh, thinks of himself first before he thinks about himself as a coach. He thinks about himself as a teacher. As a teacher, he's the yeah, son right. of two teachers. He, he's the son. Right. He's the son of two teachers, the dad yeah. and his mom. Mom, both teachers. Mom uh, knows several languages, uh, knew several languages, and 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 taught at the at the college level. Mm-hmm. So this is this is an example of the teacher not only not getting through to the entire class, but especially the teacher losing the A students. Now, these ain't, these ain't no dummies here. Ramondre Stevenson is one of the best Patriots. He's one yeah. of the, he's at the front of the he class. This is yeah. Mike, Mike, this is your A student there taking, taking notes and coming to office hours saying, what can I do for extra credit? Hey, you already got an A. No, no, no. I just want to keep, I want to get better. I mm-hmm. want to improve. That's Ramondre Stevenson. Jacoby Myers, undrafted Myers. guy. Right. Who, right. who turned himself into a good NFL wide receiver. These are the yeah. best. And yeah. your, your best people, Mac Jones, your quarterback, Acted like the entire game. He had a hair across his the entire game. Like, hey man, you calm down. You calm down, Mac. You're 13 for 31 in this game. So I don't want to hear about uh, hey, the coach is not getting the plays in on time and what are we doing? I can tell you this, Mike. If somebody, I'm not talking about this place, but you know what I'm talking about. As somebody who has worked at a dysfunctional operation, I have. Mm-hmm. A place mm-hmm. where you wonder what the hell are, are the people around you, the people over mm-hmm. you, what are they doing? And you think they suck? I can tell you, somebody who's been in that situation, what I said was, okay, I need to do my job. No matter what happens around me, I need to be great. I can be better. I can improve. Let me stop pointing my fingers at other people and he, he didn't do that, she didn't do that. Let me handle my business. So the Patriots, they're that kind of team. They are rogue. They have gone rogue. They are undisciplined. And they're exactly where that, all that, you put all that, that cocktail together. And what you have is some good, some bad, some craziness. Seven and that's and the seven. worst place to be. That's the worst place to be. That's the most frustrating place to be. Because at least if you're at the opposite extreme, you know, you're like, okay, you get your hands dirty, got our work cut out for us. When you're average, you can get fooled into thinking that you're better than you are. I mean, I don't know. Man. Not like now. I, if, if any other organization pulled what we saw yesterday, it probably wouldn't. It probably wouldn't warrant the same level of ridicule and scrutiny. It'd just be a, a another another screw up, another brain cramp. But because it was the Patriots, no, because of the standard that they set and the br- why, why not take it? That in? too. That too. Because you know what, Ramondre could have fumbled. You're absolutely right about that. Why they ran a play at all is 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 beyond me because he could have he could have easily Daniel, fumbled okay. and they could have run it the other way. Regular. A lot of bad things could have happened. The, this this was a miracle in the Meadowlands, except worse. I mean, people started taking knees because of the miracle in the Meadowlands, right? Right. This is worse. right. It is worse. It's, it's worse. worse. It is the worst. This is one of the worst blunders I've ever seen. This is right up there with. This is like losing a thirty-three to nothing halftime lead. Close. That would never happen. That would never happen. It, has that ever happened in the NFL? Not that I've seen. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through... It's true magic, because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. What the f*** are we doing? What are we doing?
Oh, and the Oscar for the fakest hat throw goes to. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That was just, that was too canned. This play, though, everybody talking about it. It's crazy to me, and this is what I end up writing about it. 20 years ago, Marv Levy told me once, stop watching the ball and you'll learn something. And I was like, okay, that's, a, that's pretty smart advice. So when Jacoby Myers, let's go with that ball, and I see Chandler Jones, I'm like, why is Chandler there? Like, it's 15 yards behind the play. There's a sea of, of grass. Like, why the hell is this guy standing there? So I go back and I watch the beginning of the play. And if you run that play back at the very beginning, when Ramondre Stevenson crosses the goal line, Chandler Jones dives to tackle him, hits him, falls off, misses the tackle completely. And then a 350 pound fat guard oh. sits on top of him. Oh, at yeah. the floor. I just at, saw it. At yeah. The, yeah, at the 47. As soon as he crosses the line of scrimmage, yeah. yeah. As soon as he crosses the line of scrimmage, if you watch it, and it happens yeah. at the Ooh. 47. Where did Chandler yeah. Jones intercept the ball? At the 48. Right the he place. didn't even move. Yeah. He didn't even move. He's <laughs> yeah. just like, you know, right. sometimes, he just, you. <laughs> like, sometimes like, he just finds you. Sometimes he just finds you. It's crazy. It's the, he literally missed the tackle. There it is. That, and that yeah. caught the, it cost the Patriots the game. <laughs> like, yeah. he, he makes that tackle, it goes to overtime. But instead, he yeah. misses it, and it just everything goes off the rails. The craziest thing ever. You know it's, what? It's just. Like, you know what? I tell you what. What cost the uh, Patriots the game? Former Patriot Ted Johnson uh, said this last night. This game was originally part of Sunday Night Football. It was supposed to be yeah, Sunday right. Night Football. It was flexed out, flexed out for obvious right. reasons. But uh, NBC has something called NBC it. So <laughs> it actually. NBC actually has cameras, has lots of cameras on the pylon. So before we get to that play, we have Keelan Cole catching oh, yeah. a touchdown pass out of bounds. Yeah. The dog was, that the dude was out of bounds. Dog, okay. you're out of bounds. Okay, wait. One thing though, there is a still framed photo that I saw earlier today, um, facing them. Like it was, it was far better than the camera shots. Which, by the way, how the hell do you not have enough cameras now? to get literally every inch. Like, it, this is rare that Charles, this happens. I mean, normally, did, and Charles, did you normally say, we Charles, see did it. you say there's a, did you say there's a still photo? Still this frame photo. What, what, what year is it? What year is no, it? No, but I'm just telling you, what at least it? it gives you, you the angle still? that you're not, you, it gives you the angle that you're not Bruh. getting anywhere else. I Come mean, what, wait, what are you, oh, Michael, what are you doing? You're turning down information. You're turning down information. No, I'm, you're turning out information if you don't have the right. If you don't have technology, I I I, I respect but photos. Technology. I respect for. No, but I respect for. I, I respect for. But you you got more advanced stuff though. You can you no, can no, do no, better ultimate, than ultimate, that. Ultimately, we can do better. even if it's, but even if it's recorded by a camera, the still photo is just going to tell you whether or not he was in bounds. You're going to arrive at a photo. Now, it's now you're right. Listen, still, so you're right in that. I, it, it's not that wasn't available then. You got to have a camera shot that's available then to make the decision. That's where I get. I I'm with you there, a hundred percent. I'm just talking about the argument about whether or not he was in or not. This still yeah. framed photo, when you look at it and you follow the white boundary line, it looks like he may have been in. It's a very arguable point, but I'm telling you, yeah. If 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 one of your producers can track down this still framed photo, it is remarkable when you really look close at that boundary line it right. looks like the boundary line is not affected so it's it interesting. sounds like yeah i just but it sounds like it's one of those yeah, if there just, was an angle that, that there was there wasn't enough it wasn't beyond no. a reasonable doubt like they called it they called it a touchdown they couldn't overturn it because it was close enough to wonder whether he was actually in i mean and I, know what, I, just don't, I just don't like i just i don't i don't like like we were talking about earlier before charles came on i don't like we can't do this if we already did that. No, you really look no, no. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's out. He's out. And so here it is. I'm just telling you. Uh, you know what bothers no, but me? I, I, but I, like, Walt, I like that Walt, rule, Mike. I like that rule. If Walt you call Anderson, something on the field, you can't. You go a bit, go to replay. It has to be indisputable to overturn the call on the field. I actually, that's the one part okay. about this process that I do agree with. Well, you know, Walt Anderson said this, fellas, uh, in the pool report. I'll, I'll give I'll give this to you, and I'll, you guys can bat it around as you see fit. Walt Anderson said, and if that call had been incomplete in the moment, yeah, right, we, would, been we wouldn't have been able to overturn that. I'm like, see that? 
I, it's just too inflexible for me. I, it's just too. I, I can't. My mind doesn't so work like just, that. You say just look at replay and basically start from scratch and call it whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. See, I, like, got, I got the. Well, point. we called it here. Is that, is that it, Michael? It Michael, I mean, uh, Charles, is that it? Look up, Charles. That's Charles, it. look up at the screen. Is that it? That's, that's it. it. Yeah, that's it. Now zoom in real close. If you can zoom in somehow. Oh, wait, 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 we ain't got all that. Damn, dog. Okay, oh, hold on. I'm just saying. I'm talking about you zoom in. We're going to do this shit. We doing this on the iPhone. We got an iPhone here. Trying to keep the lights on. It's brother from another. What you think this is, man? It's a black show, man. We ain't got the kind of resources. What is wrong with you, man? What? What is wrong? We ain't got them kind of resources. We're just going to zoom in. Zoom in and reverse it. Reverse it, other side of the field. Listen, I'm that just telling in. you. But that does, it does look, look in. in from that angle. It does not look like the boundary line is affected. It does. Ooh. Ooh, man. Oh, all right. See? Okay. Look at me. Look what I'm bringing to the show. You get all mad about <laughs> photos, but look, I'm like, here is the picture. <laughs> All right, oh, look, um, moving on to another collapse, because I think, we st I mean, you, all of us have been watching the NFL for a long time, covering the NFL for a long time. The NFL has been around for a long time. We've never seen somebody blow a 33 to nothing halftime lead. It's still unbelievable days later that that happened. Um, but you can kind of see it happening though, as it was transpiring. Like there was just so much time. Like I just, I'll, if you don't mind, I'll introduce off Charles Michael. So we're in the fantasy playoffs, both of us. Charles yeah. texted me like early in the game, I'm gonna lose to the worst team in the playoffs. I didn't even bother <laughs> responding he because didn't. it was so early in the game. I'm like, and I have you're gonna, you're gonna get your numbers. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna get your numbers one way or the other. But as as the second half was going on, I'm like, it. It, it was it shouldn't have happened. Jeff Saturday should have definitely kicked the field goal when he had the opportunity instead of going for on fourth and one as a for right. instance, but there was just so much time and once it got to like, I think it was was 33 to 14. I'm like, okay, this is a game now, you know, like once they got yeah, a couple right. of scores on the board, you can tell what was about to happen, but that it happened is still unbelievable. It, w it was funny because I still haven't seen the greatest comeback because I left at halftime. I was like, this is this is just disgusting. And I went to the grocery store. And the whole time at the grocery store, I'm watching on my phone. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like talking to like strangers. Oh, there's like a lady like looking at her eggs in, in the grocery store. And I'm like, they just scored another <laughs> touchdown. And this lady's like, what the hell is what they're talking about? Like I was I was freaking out. I couldn't believe it. And just like you said, once they started to stack up some points, I thought. Okay, they do do this. I mean, this is their MO. They come back. This yeah. is it. I mean, they've never come back from this, but they've come back from some other deficits that looked hopeless. And I don't, I still think it's a bad defense. It's like an opportunistic bad defense. It's a good playoff. Minnesota, if, if, you yeah. could combine, yeah. if you could combine Minnesota and the Jets, you would have the perfect playoff team. Playoff offense, playoff defense. Unfortunately, yeah. they have playoff offense. They don't have a playoff defense. And yeah. they did give up 33 points in the first half to the Colts well, look, who, who lost Jonathan Taylor. I mean, come on. If if any fan base deserved this, it's the Vikings fan base. Uh, the Colts, they deserve – we talk about this all the time. I think you referenced it, Charles. I've heard it. We've all heard it. More games are lost than won in the NFL. The Colts deserve right. this outcome. They deserved it. Matt Ryan does not deserve to be associated with the biggest Super Bowl and regular season collapse in NFL history. Um and the last deserve, you know, old Sanders deserves got nothing to do with it, whether it's unforgiven or the wire. Jeff Saturday did not deserve the job before he got it. And at this point, it's pretty clear he doesn't deserve to keep the job because, again, you got a kicker that's made five field goals. You're indoors. Yeah, right. You got an opportunity to go up 11, kick the freaking field goal as Absolutely. opposed to exactly. going for it, which exactly what could have happened, happened. You get stuffed and the rest is history. Literally, the rest is history. And, and and, and I would say isn't isn't a 50 it was a 54 yarder, right? 54 yarder in a say. dome. Oh, was it, it was, was, it, was it shorter than that? All right. I'd say today. What's your what's your average in a dome? If you got a good kicker, a good kicker should make what a 50 yard. Like we, yeah. we, we it's no conditions. I like give you. Yeah, no, conditions. Yeah, no conditions. I mean, yeah, your dome, distance. In a dome, yeah, 50 yarder, a 50 yarder is kind of a cliche now. Like if you go back and you look at like Jan Stenerud, who's in the Hall of Fame, you look at some of these these kickers from the 70s and 80s, early 80s. 
their their percentages are not great. They're kicking on grass fields, the fields and uh, maintenance wasn't always great. But yeah, today, yeah. why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you when you, you are in right uh, an airless dome? But there are a lot of things. Mike, you said it earlier beautifully. You said there are a lot of uh, football is a series of situations. Early in that game, they were up by 33 or up by 20-something at that point. One of the linebackers went over and just got an unsportsmanlike penalty just for making a tackle. Yeah. So you gave him 50. Yeah. Like, just stupid stuff. Just stupid. Just there was compi- one, one other Saturday. There was one other Saturday thing. Charles, we're going to take a break and then come back. Saturday, there was a play at the end where they got off the field on third down. Okay, near the end of the game, regulation. Got off the field on third down. There was a uh, an offensive holding. Instead of declining it, where there's no way they would let Greg Joseph kick a 58-yard field goal, Saturday accepts the penalty. Fortunately, Hawkinson got back to the same spot. But in the league where holding, illegal contact, all sorts of roughing the passer, he was fortunate that they didn't lose the game on that situation when it was yeah. obvious that he should have declined the penalty. Dude is not ready to be a head coach. This is we saw it play out on Saturday. We're gonna talk about some teams we did not see. Uh, being relevant this time of year we come back. By the way, Bailey Zappi would have made that tackle. (laughs) Oh, yeah, right? (laughs) Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Talking about the way the season has gone. Does it in any way make you feel like this is a team of destiny at all? I don't even know what that means. Uh, <laughs> tough question. Um, that maybe the. I think it's no. I mean, maybe win the division. No, I got you. Um, I think that it just shows. It just shows what this game is about. You know, you ne- you're never out of it, and. You know, obviously we put ourselves, we've been saying this for a while, we put ourselves in a hole with that little rough stretch we were on, but you're never out of it. And I think that's the cool thing about this game is you get to see, you know, see yourselves fight through adversity, be resilient, um, and we're a lot better for it. Even today, just the way we won that game. When you win games like this, like we did at Baltimore too, and the Raiders, all those things, when you win games like this, it just builds so much trust in, in your group. And when this comes up again, because it's going to happen again, we're going to be down seven or fourteen again, and you know there's no panic because we've we've been there. Literally, that's what we say on the sideline: is hey, we've been here before. That's what we said today. And uh, so, to answer your question, I don't know. I mean, we got to we got to finish this year, and we got three games left to give ourselves a shot. And you know, we're really only focusing on the Jets now, and that's what you have to do: one game at a time, and and see where we're at. But we're stacking up pretty nicely here at the end, so we got to we got to keep going. So, um, in terms of, if you go back and look at the draft, the teams picking first and second, I don't know that we would be talking, we thought we'd be talking about them come December, that will be Jacksonville and Detroit. Um, right. And when I was looking at the Thursday night football schedule, uh, I threw up in my mouth when I saw the second to last game was Jaguars Jets, and yet it's awfully interesting. Um, yeah. But before we get to Detroit, before we get back to Detroit, Charles, your, your hometown team, the team of your youth. Um, for both of you guys, was that more was was the Jaguars win? Was that more about the Jaguars coming of age, or the Cowboys cowboying and showing us who they really might be, Michael? Man, look, <laughs> stop! <laughs> Here you we left. go. Here we go. You left. You left that place. Left. Do not ask. Don't ask that question. <laughs> you know that question. That is such a. Oh, more about. That is. Oh, more a, about. Oh yeah. That is. That is oh a round. That is a round of horror question. That isn't a round of horror question. Around, but but I, but, I, but I think it's fit. But it, but I think it's fitting. Yeah. I think it's fitting. Honestly, I think it's fitting because on one hand, it's like, like, listen, this is Trevor Lawrence looks like he's growing up right before our very eyes. Okay, Jacksonville. Yeah. It's they've always had the talent, uh, but they've never been able to put it together. Um, and so here they are pulling out this win. The default is oftentimes to look at the Cowboys for what Dallas didn't do. Oh, here goes Dallas choking yeah. again. This is why you can't believe in no. the Cowboys. But I mean, I don't want to take anything from, away from the Jaguars either. I don't want to take anything. It was all Jaguars. I think it's all Jaguars because the Cowboys had them down 
and it looked like the Cowboys were going to run away with the game. The Jaguars just don't stop playing. They don't stop playing. So, uh, and, and this right. is a ask, team. Ask this, Baltimore, ask they, Tennessee. You know, you know what, Charles? I don't think they were capable of winning this game two months ago. Remember, they went to Philly, and Trevor Lawrence has had all sorts of uh, problems just holding on to the football. I think he had like four or three or four fumbles in that game. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. I mean, the but Detroit I, game, he gets out. Detroit beat the brakes off him two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. but I, I just think but I think they're just better positioned now. I think they're uh, they're bought in. And and Charles, I told Michael uh, Smith this story before. I'll tell you, and I, as I hand the ball to you, when we saw we saw Doug Peterson, we were out in Lake Tahoe. Uh, he is the coach of brother. Not Peter. last He's year. Coach. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> not last year. The year before last. We're out in Lake yeah. Tahoe, and he had been fired from Philadelphia, and he's making the rounds. Couldn't have been nicer. Man, we saw him like three, four times, and we saw him at a restaurant. He came over to our table. He may have even bought us drinks. I mean, but he was really great. And he was he told us, hey, I'm looking for another opportunity. And I was thinking in the back of my mind, nah, it ain't gonna happen for him. It's gonna he's gonna have to sit out for like two or three years before he gets a chance. And he's the perfect guy for what they're trying to do there, not only as a culture, but specifically with Trevor Lawrence. So this is all about Jacksonville, and I'm happy for him. Yeah, and he'll the thing is too, not a lot of people know about Doug. He'll coach quarterbacks hard. Like that was part of the problem in Philly with him and Carson. He wanted to coach Carson hard, and Carson was stubborn. And when the end came, you know, basically he went into ownership's office and was told, you're going to have to make some coaching staff changes. And Doug was like, no, I ain't doing it. I'm not doing it. And I don't. he didn't care that they didn't like that he was fighting with Carson. And, it, you know, there was a multitude of things that led him out of Philly, but he was still highly regarded. Um, he was still highly regarded by people in that building, people in personnel, people in – you know, uh, the business side, it was, you didn't hear like a ton of bad stuff about him. Um, I figured he'd get another opportunity, but I, I think the thing with Lawrence that's interesting is it's really been six or seven games. He's played well. The Detroit game was bad, but he's been kind of on a heater for a while here. And I think what you see the change is, I mean, I think we talked about this on the phone before or on the, on the show before um, I had a chance last year to talk to a pro personnel guy who was breaking down film of Lawrence going into a game and he was like, I don't know what's wrong with him. He's completely lost his confidence in the red zone. He's doing things in the red zone. He never did any other time of his career. He's like, go through all the Clemson tape, everything. He's hesitating. He never was a hesitation guy. Now you go back to these games, the six, seven games, and that game specifically against Dallas, zero hesitation. I mean, he is gunning it. He's showing every bit of what got him drafted number one overall. I think it's real, but I also think it's a lot of it has to do with confidence. We'll talk about Detroit, right? What confidence can do for a team. It does the same for a quarterback. Right. I think. Before we get to Detroit, though, just on the Dallas front, Michael, you're right. You caught me. You, you got me. I, I did the, I did, I did the wrong. Right, man. Uh, man, he got right. Mechanism. He got right. He, man, he got right mechanism. in your kitchen. Because no, no, we, we, we laugh about that question. The more about it. It's just, it's, it's an easy. But I think my, my thing with Dallas is I don't want to do the thing where I say, Oh, see, that's why you can't trust the Cowboys. Because right. remember, Michael, right. and, I'm, and I also may be overcorrecting for writing them off. I've been flogging myself all year for writing them off after week one. So maybe I'm hesitant to do it again because even the last two games, I mean, okay, take Houston, for example. We all thought they would run rough shot over Houston after what they did against Indianapolis. Oh, but here comes Houston giving Kansas City problems. Your Chiefs have right. problems with the Texans. Lovey got that team playing hard. So it's like, okay, it's the NFL. Maybe Jacksonville is good enough. Maybe Trevor Lawrence is coming of age. Maybe Jacksonville is just good enough to have made Dallas look silly. I don't want to say that Dallas is destined to, to, to right. crumble and to choke come playoff time because of what they did against an upstart Jaguars team. I think Dallas is still legit no matter how many jokes people want to get off today at their expense, Charles. There, there is some inconsistency. I mean, uh, like just look at the season and the run game. Okay, look at – they have – there's still some inconsistency. That was the thing last year. They were very boomer bust last year, and it was all based on turnovers. This year, it evened out a lot more because they be, they were very much a pressure team up front, um, had issues stopping the, the run, but they could still turn you over and they could pressure the quarterback. But, you know, I'm, am I worried about them? I'm not worried about them. I mean, it's a, you know, like things like this happen, especially down the stretch. You start to see things that you don't necessarily expect. Um, but, you can't be boomer bust in the playoffs. Like that's where you got to be no. at your most consistent. No. 
I don't know what this Leighton Vander Esch injury ultimately means. They, they, you know, he's going to come back, but you know, that affects the run game. Um, I'm, I'm a little nervous about the consistency of Dallas, but it's the opponent to me was a good opponent. It wasn't like Houston. Right. I don't care what anybody says after I saw Kansas city and, and I just think people are, they're not as focused going into that Houston game. There's just no way. I yeah. mean, I, look, all, yeah. all due respect, yeah. I all due respect to Lovey, but the defenses out there did not perform. I, I mean, particularly Kansas city. I'm just like, what are you doing? What's going on? Like you yeah. can't yeah. just, it did not feel like a focused team. Right. Okay, um, we'll say we're gonna talk about Detroit before we go because we got to give the D more love, dude. Like we talked about Coach of the Year, Michael. We, we, I was talking about Dave Ball. You were talking about Shanahan, Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. We'll hear from him in a second, but Dan freaking Campbell. Because when you're one in six, it is easy for that thing, as they as they say. I'm sure you've heard it a lot, y'all, to go the other way. We'll talk about him in a second when uh, we come back. That was a real that was real TV breakish when we come back. That was. I like that. When we come back after this. When we come back after these people watching us on YouTube, messages. man. Ain't nobody worried about no break right. right now. <laughs> the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Uh, Cowboys fans gonna hate me, but Charles, are the Lions now America's team? Who's not pulling I'll tell the you Lions, what, McClell? Yo, I'm telling you, if you look at the one and six start for the Lions, real quick. Lost to Philadelphia 38 to 35. They're a lot better than we realized. They lost to the Minnesota Vikings 28 24. These games were all in yeah. it all the way to the end, by the way. They lost yeah. to Seattle. Yeah. We thought that was a joke, right? Oh, no, Seattle actually pretty good team 48 to 45. They had a bad run with New England and Dallas, but then Miami, they lost to Miami 31 to 27. 17 games on their mm-hmm. schedule. 12 teams are either in the playoffs or in contention for the playoffs. That one wow. and six start. It looks like the toughest schedule in the league. We just talked about Jacksonville. Maybe they're maybe Detroit's just that good to make Jacksonville look as bad as they did a couple weeks ago. Maybe ahead, Mike. I don't I, I don't know who to root for in this Panthers uh, Lions game coming up. I, I, I like both of them. I like both of them. I don't know. I need the Lions. Who you to got win there? Out. I need the Lions in the playoffs. Just give Lions it to Detroit, in. man. Give it to Detroit. So long suffering. It's so hot in the D right now. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939.